It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood, the only Baltimore podcast that's about to have back-to-back discussions about who wants to be a millionaire. That's right. The starting five this week is favorite game shows. So inevitably, my Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Regis Feldman impression will be back. We will probably talk about the song. This may just be a running occurrence every single week that this show gets brought up. We all watched it, I think, after the show last week. I think we all put it on YouTube for at least some period of time. Questions were a lot easier than I than I remember. Like, very, oh, yeah. very easy. Yeah. You, what You got to get up to, like, the 32 or 64 to be missing questions. But even, like, the, the foul, like, you know, the early ones, it was like this. I forget what it was. It was like, this is the town where the the family lives in the what is it the what's the adventure i don't um the disney movie where they all wear red suits the incredible incredibles like this is the city they live in they, it was very easy very the guy i love line early it was bad i had to tap out after that then i just watched the guy winning a million dollars and calling his dad oh, that's the best which One again best i was person. like still got goosebumps and i was like I just remember thinking, like, this is the TV moment in history. It's an incredible moment. Is that moment for me and the moment when I found out the McDonald's uh, Monopoly game was a scam? Those are the two moments that just, like, (laughs) define my childhood. Give me that filet fish. Give me that fish. That's the best McDonald's moment in history TV. But I will say, you talked a lot about Scoop There It Is. I don't know if you guys have seen this Lay's Return of the Snacks commercial. Return of the Snacks. It is a banger. I watched during the challenge tonight. That might, if it ever gets any wide play, could challenge Scoop. There it is, in my opinion. I could see that spreading. It's just, and the video, it's like a minute long. It's like a minute long. That's not ideal for this. Yeah, I would see. I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to it right now. I would wait till you're, I would say you're off the podcast. But that's just me. But yeah, starting five of game shows coming up as Banks listens to this. We will do new segment at the end of the show that we introduced last week that brought up Regis. Wanted. <laughs> Wanted. Dead or alive. Are they dead or are they alive? Banks will be asking me and RDT at the end of the show for that. We'll do Nick Kaner Medley, man, uh, Maryland person of the week. But first, let's talk Ravens Giants this weekend. Coming off of a win against Cincinnati, the Ravens go to the red hot, red hot or Giants gentlemen who are coming off a win against the Green Bay Packers in London. Um, MetLife Stadium, one o'clock, I believe on Fox. I, I haven't done any announcer looking. Uh, we'll mm, get to that at the end. I know the answers. <laughs> we'll get I to oh, you, I saw it too. Wow, unbelievable. Normally I know this. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that at the end. Uh, but Ravens, uh, any, you know, you can go back and listen as I always say, go back and listen to our, uh, post show instant analysis, uh, late into the night on a Monday morning when we finished on, on Bengals Ravens, but gentlemen, any final thoughts, you know, putting Cincinnati, uh, Baltimore to bed. I just got screwed. Didn't win uh special teams player of the week, which just seems crazy to me, but, um, any final thoughts on, on that one from Sunday? Trending up, baby. We're trending up. We got big win in the pocket. We got control of the AFC North. We got guys coming back. Nothing more you could ask for. You got David Ajabo and Tyus Bowser getting back to practice. Hey, Bowser might play this week. I'm fired up about that. So, like, this defense is starting to to get their shit figured out. They've played two good, if not great, games against 
you know, Josh Allen, who's more or less lighting up the league. Um, I know that ended up in a loss, but they still defended him very well. And then, I mean, a lot of teams are making Joe Burrow look look like a rookie year Joe Burrow again. But, you know, that's a great defensive performance. And Marcus Peters played his balls off. Marlon Humphrey hasn't given up a touchdown this year. He's playing great. And we're just getting guys back. I mean, I know we lost Marcus Williams, but we got reinforcements coming to the front seven. And so defense is trending up. Team is trending up. I feel great about things. Ronnie Stanley looked great, too. He looked great. We, we put points on the board. We closed every drive that he was out there. So um, nothing more you could ask for. And we're facing a little a pesky little Giants team with a, with a defensive coordinator that wants a little revenge. So we're going to be on our toes up there. Yeah, as as you said, um, Bowser back to practice. John Harbaugh sort of hinting today that he could potentially be on the field Sunday. David Ajabo also back on the practice field today. Doesn't seem like obviously he'll suit up this week, but great to have him back um, on the practice field and reinforcements coming there um, on the you know pass rush linebacker side of things after you know an impressive performance from JPP this weekend. So um, Ravens maybe piecing together kind of that that linebacking core back together um, as they head through the rest of the year. I agree with all the points you said, Ravens sort of trending up and, you know, Lamar versus Wink Martindale is very, very interesting um, this season. And, and the Ravens are starting to get a little bit healthier. Rashad Bateman's status, obviously going to be big going into Sunday. I don't think the Ravens can afford to go through games um, with their receiving options. when they are going to play, you know, as they play good teams. So Bateman's health, Certainly a big storyline, um, although the Odell Beckham Jr. name being thrown around once again this week as the Ravens a potential fit. Their DJ Moore's name getting thrown around, Robbie Anderson's name getting thrown around. So maybe some receiver enforcements, not nothing really like, you know, co- you know, concrete information, but, you know, the Panthers are probably going to fire sell this thing and we'll see if they're going to those guys. But I agree. This is a super interesting game. And we, we touched on it briefly on the instant analysis. So coming into the year, this felt like one where, you know, the Ravens after this initial stretch got a nice, easy game. Daniel Jones, a rebuilding giants team, you know, don't know what we're going to get from Saquon, blah, blah, blah. And this would maybe be, you know, an easier road game for the Ravens to win. Now you have a really confident team. I love the whole Brian Dable thing, just his entire mentality. You know, that roster is still not very good. Daniel Jones is not throwing to a lot of good guys. You know, Saquon has looked rejuvenated, but they don't have a, you know, a Super Bowl winning roster and, and they've really pieced it together. And the win over the Packers was really impressive. They held them to no points in the second half. They essentially scored like 17 or 20 unanswered points to win the game. Um, great performance by them. And this is going to be a tough game. I think MetLife is going to be going to be really rocking for the Giants. You know, it's been a while since they've had any sort of hope like this. Uh, and despite like whatever Kimberly A. Martin was talking about on Get Up this morning, where she was That's like, awful. why aren't they why aren't they tanking? Like, this isn't the NBA. You don't need to do that in the NFL and try to win. Like you got to win at a certain point. So um, I'm excited. It's a test for the Ravens. Go into a, a hostile environment and beat a team you're you know going to be favored to beat and supposed to beat it's yeah i mean it's the giants are not the giants like you said that we thought they were and i saw it week one where i was like oh yeah you know you open up at home with the giants no they're not the giants anymore um and i mean they beat both number one seeds from last year like and again we're in week five like that's it's very impressive um the resume that, that that they're building and you know Dable is Dable seems to be the guy. I don't think this is a you know a situation. Um, 
seems to he seems to have them playing hard. And again, I, it's like you look at the names on this offense. I you I don't understand you don't understand how they're winning. Like how are they winning? Like do you know who is leading the Giants in receiving yards? Nope. Richie Slayton. Richie James. Hmm. I legitimate no idea who that is. Darius Slayton has nine catches I for nine yards. I believe Richie James like, was on the was on um the 49ers at one point maybe. Yeah. Yeah, previously on the 49ers. Even like I mean he has, you know, 17 catches, 171 Sterling Sterling Shepard who I think is hurt again. Is he done for the year? He seems to be hurt constantly. He's always hurt. Yeah, yeah, he's he's always hurt. But he's their second leading guy. Saquon is their third leading guy. He's still I mean, I know he got banged up in London. Um yeah, I mean they got I mean they just don't have any wide receiver threats out there um saquon again has looked awesome when he's healthy he's looked great this year I, you know I, he's he's up there i think he's either first or second in rushing yards i think he's second behind Chubb, but he's looked really, really good um but yeah, i mean this is just an offense that i i cannot picture the especially with the way the ravens have played the last two weeks their defense i don't i can't picture this offense putting together enough points to to beat the ravens i i mean it's I, I I just can't see it. it it's it's I, it should be a very easy day. I think for Marcus and Marlon, um, if he's healthy, you know, I I think it was a shoulder injury that that he got banged up with late in the game. But I, I, I you know, kind of a you can kind of exhale after playing. All right, you know, we played Josh Allen, we played Joe Burrow. Now it's like all right, now we're playing Daniel Jones, who he's not healthy either. I think he had a bum ankle. But it, it'll, it'll be interesting because, again, th- this offense is nothing. The defense is 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 playing above average. Um, but, again, I don't think it's like a defense that you're like, I, you know, I'm worried about them stopping the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to have their way with with the Giants this week. I, I think they definitely coupled, like, just with how the Ravens play in their offense and the names they have, couple that with they, they played in London last week. You know, they're still going to be a little jet lagged. I think that's going to have something to do with it. and. I, th- I think the Ravens easily have their way this week. It's interesting. It, it, we can definitely expect Wink Martindale to bring heat. He's going to do it. It's a matter of how he's going to do it. And I think going into the season, people might have circled this game as a game Lamar Jackson and the offense we're going to have trouble with just because Wink Martindale has that intimate knowledge and also the blitz. Some people were led to believe that that was – the antidote to Lamar Jackson and all of those things. He's come out and proved the otherwise, like pretty much from the jump this season. So I'm interested to see how Wink, I mean, I don't expect him at all to do anything but blitz and blitz and blitz, but it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, how he dresses that up. Um, and uh, just to see, you know, Lamar Jackson succeed again. Cause I mean, they're, he's going to force the issue. It's just how it is. It's what the giants defense is going to do. It's what a wink Martindale defense is going to do. So, um, you know, we got Ronnie Stanley back. Hopefully he, he plays more than every other series. Um, and if he's in there as much as I, you know, as much as I would think he is, I don't see any reason why Lamar Jackson isn't going to be able to have quite a day out there. Just kind of, Hitting these dinks and dunks and and hitting a couple deep balls when he gets good pockets and protection against you know five people in coverage. It's always the weird catch twenty two of whose intimate knowledge is more important. Is it Lamar's of a defense that he watched all the time and practiced against, and you know everyone on that offense, you know Greg Roman, 
you know, probably thought about how he'd scheme against Wink Martindale the entire time they were there, there together. And Wink Martindale probably did the exact same thing. How would I scheme against this if I was on another team? So, you know, the question is, which prevails? And I think in that scenario, you have to go with who's got the better personnel and the Ravens have the best player on either side of the ball in a Ravens offense versus Giants defense matchup. So you're going to take that guy um, most of the time. And that's Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, hopefully the Ravens are able to kind of keep getting their running game in tune, which had some good moments last week. Um, you know, J.K. Dobbins, Kenyon Drake, whoever that may be, um, as they maybe a returning Justice Hill, hopefully at some point. Um, but I, I think if Dobbins is a guy that's could be really key in this game, if they can establish the run and, and get him going, and that will help take some of the heat off Lamar and give the Ravens a, a good chance. They're six point favorites. So as I said, expected to win this game. Um, Giants not getting, you know, getting a little respect at home. I'd be interested to know if, you know, they hadn't had this run. Like if this was the Giants team, we expected them to be what the, what the spread would be for this game. But, um, you know, nice test for the Ravens. And I'm sure John Harbaugh and Wink Martindale will, you know, want to beat each other pretty badly, obviously, um, as you know, you want to, there's obviously a ton of professional respect and personal respect, but you always want to get up one, a one up on your, on your buddy or whatever. So this should be, it should be a fun matchup. It's fun that that's sort of a, a little bit of a storyline. I think on the other side, you know, the Ravens need to continue to, you know, you, you got to have to get after a guy like Daniel Jones from the jump, uh, make him uncomfortable. He's shown a ton of toughness. Like he showed a ton of toughness in that Packers game. You know, it looked like he was injured. He had like, they had the, like the close up of the blood and Mark Sanchez is like, <laughs> what a warrior, what a warrior. Um, but his stat, his stats have not been, have not been impressive and they've been able to do enough offensively. But as you said, the Ravens should be able to kind of pin their ears back. There's no playmakers on the other side, as you said, RDT that really scare you. So, with, you know, Marlon back there and, and Marcus Peters, you should be able to play, you know, a lot of one-on-one on the outside and, and, you know, kind of get after the quarterback. So we'll see if the Ravens can put that formula together. Just no threats, nothing. Very boring. Again, it's a, it's almost crazy how they're what four and one. And Saquon well, I mean, is point, such a ticking time bomb too. <laughs> From an injury point, perspective. The point totals are 21, 19, 16, 20, and then a big offensive explosion of 27 over in London. So, and it feels not like exactly the point totals that you'd imagine for a four and one team. It feels like to beat the Ravens, you just have to do more than that offensively. Cons- pretty well, consistently. The, the first thing you got to do is you got to muddy up the waters. And they seem to do that well, which is really the one thing that has my, my radar up a little bit. Um, you know, the, the Ravens are five point favorites in this game. It's not a huge margin, but uh, I saw, I saw six, but six, has it moved to six? I saw six on ESPN, but I just scrolled past it very quickly. I mean, either way it's, you know, it's not slated to be a huge, you know, convincing win on one side, but it's clear who the favorite is. And if the Ravens go and play their game, the way they've played pretty much every half this year, but <laughs> two halves so they're gonna have you know not too much trouble getting the job done uh predictions for this one gentlemen rdt um let's say 30 to 17 ravens i think i think they i think they kind of have a well-established lead throughout the game and then kind of try and pour it on wink a little bit just to you know just to rub it in a little bit thanks hmm. 27 17 ravens I was going to say 27-13. I think the story of this game will be the Ravens' defense. I think the the talk is 
Ravens offense first wink. I think that the Ravens defense will, will play very, very well in this game um, and, and shut down Daniel Jones. Well, the one thing the Ravens have done a very nice job of, even going back to last year when they had all the defensive deficiencies, is shut down the run. And I don't think the Giants can do much offensively if they can't establish Saquon. I think they will have a hard time establishing Saquon this week. Um, and that will lead to a pretty routine Ravens victory. Um, you guys saw the announcers. I did not. I was trying to scroll through to find it. So I'll let you go. Thanks. I'll let you reveal it. This is not a Fox game. It's a CBS game. So I'll let you take a crack at it from there. Oh, okay. Um, I Eagle Charles Davis. That's correct. Bang. Bang. I forget what website or what Twitter account it is, but I see it every day. I or saw every, it like, very Monday early in the Tuesday. week. Yeah, I think I think it was like I think it was Monday. I even saw it. Who are Nance and um? Who are is it? Who are Nance and Romo on this week? Oh, Chiefs Bills. Which is crazy. that's not. What's the Sunday game? Um, I think it's a Broncos game. Oh no! Oh God! I will not. I will be going to bed on Sunday. Yeah, it's Dallas Philadelphia. Is it? That's oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Why did I Monday think- Night Football is Denver? That's right. Can I, I, I tell need... you something, by the way? And this is going to sound wild. I'm sure NBC is thrilled to have Cowboys Eagles over Bills Chiefs. That's a bigger rating. Cowboys Eagles is just a straight up bigger rating. The Cowboys yeah. are four. It's a divisional match. If the Eagles, every soul in the city of Philly is going to be watching that game, that is going to be a huge deal. They're going to. That's going to be a giant number. Do the giant number. Do the Phillies the... play Sunday too? That could be a great sports day in Philly. Uh, we're off tomorrow, Friday, Friday Saturday. Yeah, they must. They, well, no, it might be on Monday for game five if they have a day off between. I don't know. Which game do you think the tickets, the lowest ticket price is more expensive for between Buffalo, KC, and Dallas, Philly? Uh, I have it right here. <laughs> they're very close. Yeah. Oh my God, those are two very good home crowds too. I bet it. I bet it's a little cheaper in Philly. It's a little bit two sixty eight in KC and two sixty two in Philly. Yeah, that's well, just so a regular and then season game. That's and just, then there's nothing just, else. Nothing that's such else a even close huge, this week. such a huge get in price. Oh my God. <clears throat> Steelers Bucks being one thirty five. God, the Steelers love their football. That game, that's that's just. I guess you have Brady coming. Ravens Giants one hundred six. Not cheap. Let's see what the lowest is. It ain't New England Cleveland, baby. Lowest is Ram, Rams Panthers. What a Ooh. shocker! Thirty one. Yeah, but being game. in LA, you would think that that ticket alone is just going to be higher because it's in LA. It's a pretty good slate, honestly. Ravens Giants. The frisky Jets against the Packers and, you know, Bengals Saints and a like who wants to like be decent and a Vikings Dolphins and a not sure if either of these teams are good game are all at one o'clock. Then Bill's Chiefs is just the dominator at four. That's fine. The other games don't matter. And then the Sunday game is good. Yeah. Broncos. I just cannot watch the Broncos. I, I just it's just awful. It's just so consistently awful. I wouldn't mind watching Herbert beat up on him. And then somehow next week, we're already to week seven. <laughs> That's insane. If you think about it, doesn't feel like it's been that many weeks. Steelers Dolphins, the Sunday night game next week. Ooh, geez, better oh, hope too. And the Monday and the Monday game is Bears Patriots. Wow. 
That is oh, horrible. True. Well, the bear, yeah, bears are on primetime back-to-back weeks, which is that insane. That is oh horrible. God, why? Stop doing this to us. The Thursday game is this so is bad offensive. this week. The Commanders Bears is just so 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 That's bad. So offensive. I'm offended. I mean, good thing we'll have baseball on. Like, I'll 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 probably have yeah yeah on. Well, the Yankee the Yankee too. game might get get delayed. Yeah, tomorrow. shit. That's true. They might God get canceled damn it. tomorrow. You know yeah. what? That that may be my redeem team doc time. Yeah, this slate week seven is horrific. Horrific. The only good game is Chiefs 49ers. Everything else is pretty trashy. There's also a good chance that that doesn't even that doesn't even work out to be a good uh, game. Colts Titans is actually maybe the second best game. That's so yeah, I can't believe that Titans. They played they played two weeks ago. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Packers Bills the Sunday game after that. Bengals Browns the Monday game. They were probably well, I guess probably not. And then Ravens Bucks. We'll be all watching Ravens Bucks. This sucks. This that sucks. Jets Denver. You're talking might, about week seven? Yeah. I might yeah, that's a plug for that's good for baseball. Just about how week seven is the worst slate in the history of football. Like, I'm not I'm not downplaying this. You guys are both looking at this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would you look at I it mean, week seven is the yeah. worst week I've ever seen? It's the worst board. Hey, guess guess what? Week eight's there not much ton better. Of, tons of road favorites that week. Week eight, week eight, the best game is Tampa and Baltimore. I can't wait for Tari- I can't wait for Tariko and and Collinsworth to try to sell Steelers Dolphins is a huge game. That's gonna be fun. They Kansas better- City, San Francisco's decent. That's far and away the best game. Yeah, it's but not even close, there's but- also, I mean, there's potential for that to be a stinker. Kansas City, yeah, I mean, out. could roll for the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. Again, don't don't. Look How at- much are you dreading Titans Chiefs on Sunday night? How much? That's Sunday night. That's not Sunday night, is it? Tight, yeah, wait, it is week Titans nine. Chief. Wait, what? Titans oh, at the Ch- Titans at the Chiefs. I don't like that. Ravens Saints on Monday night. Oh, we do have a the the Monday night Halloween Cincinnati Cleveland Eagles Texans on Thursday November third. There's some oh, the Thursday games stink. Horrific. Falcons Falcons Panthers on November tenth. Al Michaels may not make it through the game. Oh no. That might they, not even be. They have to play each other another time this year, I think. They may cancel that game. They play <laughs> twice in three weeks. Oh, oh no. Oh, they love doing there's, that. There's a lot of bad Thursday. Dude, they're scheduling that all the time now. How bad is that loss by the Saints to the Panthers? Yeah, it's bad. It's really Yikes. bad. It's really, really bad. God, they almost beat the Browns week one. And that was going th- that was going through the schedule with the X32 podcast. Yeah. I feel like we do that like once a year where we just start looking at the slates. I mean, the slates is important. It's important. Good college football slate this weekend, by the way. Good college football slate. I guess yeah. it is a month to mail in the slate. It's October. Yeah. Here's your you want to hear the college football there real quick? Penn State, Michigan at noon. Awesome game. This this um, weekend here? Yeah. Big one is Alabama, Tennessee at 3.30. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, TCU at 3.30. That's a sneaky top 15 matchup. NC State, Syracuse on the ACC Network, 15 versus 18. What a pull for the ACC Network. Unbelievable. 
Mississippi State, Kentucky at 7.30 on SEC Network. How are, why are they programming it this way? And USC, Utah at, uh, at 8, 7 versus 20. A lot of ranked matchups. <clears throat> USC and Utah are always like a sneaky good uniform matchup. And right in the uh, – did you see their um, – they're like letting – I hope this is a fake. Maybe this is fake. Alabama and Tennessee are like color rushing their uniforms or whatever. They're going like – Oh, red and crimson? Or yeah. uh, crimson and uh, orange? O- orange, yeah. That would I hope fire. that wasn't fake. I scrolled past that on Twitter. And I'm just saying that now without verifying it, but um, that's what we do. And then Maryland, Indiana on th- at 3.30. Loser goes home Ooh. in the Big Ten East. Tom Coverdale Bowl. Huge North game. Carolina Huge Duke. Game. What do you think they get in prices for that one? At Duke or at UNC? At Duke. Three. Four. <laughs> Two? $133. What? I'm not making this up. Really? I guess that, that shows you how much that rivalry means. Network. That game sucks. Sucks. Fox has Wisconsin, Michigan two. State at 4 o'clock. That game's bad. Ew. Oh, my God. Minnesota, Illinois, sneaky good at noon on BTN. 5-1 and one versus 4-1. and one. We're just giving you your full, the full football preview. Big game for the Terps, by the way. Got to win this game. Got to go and beat Indiana. This is this is one we got to get. Would love to get this one. You got to in this division. We got to be team. We got to be Indiana. This would get us one win away from bowl eligibility going to Northwestern. Could get the six by which would be awesome. Great. Terps favored by eleven. Come on, Talia. Come on. Got to win that one. Come on, boys. Indiana oh, has not looked very good this year. But real you know, quick, tough at home. Speaking of quarterbacks who have had injuries, from yeah, hits. Lamar's comments today about the refs. They just start throwing his hands up. I love that. Yeah, I think it's great. Get get some star calls. Star calls, Lamar. The only thing is, he, we don't. You never see him get tossed around like that. Like, yeah, he's so good at evading. He never gets things that are. Like, never he's usually trying to duck under the sack. Where, like, if you get him good, you kind of just like end up on his back and just. But he's, I mean, the most true thing in the world is the guys, the quarterbacks that can run are officiated differently. Mm-hmm. Like he's just officiated differently because he has the ability to get out in space and run. Whereas just, Tom Brady can't move. So he <laughs> I feel like Tariko said as much during the broadcast. He did. He said that. He 100% said that. Yeah. I just thought, I thought it was a good talking point by him. Cause again, if he's like, hey, they're calling it on everyone else, you know, sure. Give him a, give him a, what are they calling it? The body weight? Give him a body weight uh, penalty. Arkansas BYU in Provo. Did you see the wow. BYU helmets too? They're I did like, with the Cougars on them. Yeah. Kind of dope. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. BYU. And God, what, a, what a trip for Arkansas in the middle of the SEC. That's your non-conference game you're going to. Shush. Um, let's go ahead. I was just going to say Bama. I, you're talking about non-conference Bama WVU. It's kind of cool in like four years. Yeah, I was going to say, was that in 2040? 2027 and 2028, I think. The Terps are about to play UVA, I think, next year at home, maybe the year after that. And I totally forgot that got scheduled like 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, it's the big cat, like, oh, we'll never see that date. Like, that date will never happen. Yeah. They're like, yeah. like I think it was on one part of my take where they were like, yeah, Alabama and 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 Oregon are playing a game in like 2039. What? And it they did the math too. and they were like, those kids are in kindergarten right now. Like, yeah. the kids it, playing in that game. <laughs> Because Michael Oxley said, and I thought Locks hit this 
spot on in terms of like, you know, they went to Charlotte and not that they were you're complaining to go play in Charlotte, but he was like, this isn't even really my scheduling. Like I'm just playing games that have just been on the schedule and I would have scheduled different games. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stinks if you're a coach, like you can't like, you know, especially if you're a coach that's getting here and if you're trying to rebuild a program and you have that like four five, six year window, try to get it done. And you're trying to like schedule to how your program's progressing. He probably would have liked to have played like a good home game instead of playing Charlotte or gone and played a better team. But like, like, just very, very weird that you can't. It says with college basketball where like the scheduling is going down to like close to the season. Hey, anyone you know, want to like, play this weekend? Like, we got yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, sure, come on down. We're like, like filling dates. Yeah, um, like that's why so late. You're playing MTEs and stuff. That's why it was always so important in NCAA football. I used to play at Penn State, at Florida, home versus Miami, and then I'd do like at USC. So that way the Terps would be four zero. And we'd be undefeated going into – we'd be, uh, like, number one in the AP going into week five every year. It worked out perfectly. Got to get those good games on the schedule. Mm. Um, really no Orioles news to speak of. So, the only thing I'll ask you guys about baseball is, uh, did you like the three-game playoff format? And then we'll yes. move to the draft. I was you and fun. I briefly talked about this on Saturday, Banks. So we have some experience talking about this or Friday, whatever that was. I was fine with it. Like, I didn't think it was uh, like too much or too little. I mean, if even if it went off of the first game, like if they were all one game series, all the series would have been the same because all the teams who won game one won the, se- <clears throat> won the series. Um, yeah, I mean, we got some good games. We got some stinkers like. I mean, the Blue Jays game, the Blue Jays Mariners, that game was unbelievable. Um, it was it was fine. Again, I, I I liked I do like the one game like do or die, you know, win or go home. Um, but I think we did get some good baseball. And I think, again, we got we got the matchups that I think we kind of wanted. People wanted to see the Mets win, but I don't think anyone's complaining about seeing the Padres. So I'm all right with it. I thought they felt like college baseball super regionals, and I loved that vibe to them. Like two every single game, the pitching matchup at the top of it was incredibly key because everyone like had time to sort of rest their starter. So you were going to get the top line pitching matchup right at the so you, like getting Darvis and Scherzer and getting all that different stuff was really cool. And I thought the the environments were electric in all of the stadiums. And like mm-hmm. the Phillies coming back and beating the Cardinals in the ninth was like felt like a real moment, but it didn't like and it would have been an amazing moment in a one gamer. But then the giving the Cardinals the chance to try to like come back at home the next two days if they was really cool. I, I thought, you know, we would I have especially attacked Major League Baseball for doing a bad job, like promoting their sport. I thought this was awesome. I thought it was great that it was all on ESPN networks and ABC. You knew exactly where to go for all the games. It wasn't spread out all over the place. It was just like ESPN's weekend to show playoff baseball. And then you just move into TBS and Fox for the rest of the time. I just think it was like a, it was cool. Now ESPN's announced teams are not good, but, um, or some of them are not good, but, I thought it was a really cool. I just thought it was cool. I thought it was better than the one gamers, which almost felt like they almost felt like one game playoffs, like to settle a tie as opposed to like real playoff games sometimes. And these mm-hmm. felt like real playoff games. And I thought gave cities the ch- like more cities, the chance to host huge games. And I think that's like good for the sport. Like, I think if you're, 
uh like the Mariners watch party was like it was they were in game seven of the World Series at yeah, at, that was cool in Seattle. I, I thought it was I, I really enjoyed I felt like really locked into all the games and it was it it gave the teams to the ability to win in a format they played all year, the three game series. Can you win a three game series? And yes, in the playoffs, we extend it more and five and seven, and that's great. But it was like, here it is, two awesome teams. One team gets home field advantage, try to beat a team twice. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and yeah. – and, go on, Brian. You get like a whole bunch of baseball all at one time. If you do – I mean, I don't know if they ever did two wild card games per league. I don't think they ever did. Mm. But I only do those at night. I love the idea of like – High noon, you know, baseball's on. And then you get baseball from then until, like, midnight. And just big, high-leverage situations, lots of games. Um, and then, like you said, like, hey, result goes one way. Like, you got another chance tomorrow to turn around. Like, having that resolve and having to see teams respond to it. Like, the Cardinals didn't respond to it, but it was still just an interesting and fascinating thing. Like, how are they going to get themselves off the mat after having this game won for eight third innings and then they just walk and hit batters and do all these kinds of things and have their hearts ripped out at home like it was just exciting from from mostly from beginning to end it's you know kind of unfortunate that only one series went three games but so be it like no matter what like from the jump like you're guaranteed on day two that you're going to have a team that's fighting for its life and another team trying to close them out and that's an exciting thing in itself and I mean, again, like you said, only one series went three, but like, I mean, the fifth was it 15 innings in Cleveland was awesome. Like that game was, yep. I mean, that, that lit, I mean, you know, you know, it turned into a do or die game and it's like every pitch you're sitting there like, oh my God, this, you know, this could be it. And then, you know, Oscar hits the home run in the 15th inning. And that was, it was an incredible scene. And again, it's the middle of the day. Like, I love that. I thought it was great. Um, the all day baseball is so much fun. Um, and it's, it may be different because, I mean, us Orioles fans, we've seen both ends of like, oh, it's great because you get in this 162. They played in the first the first wild card game and they beat Texas. And it's like, oh, it's so great because you win one game and now you're moving on. But then you see the other side of the corn where it's like, oh, we lost one game. And, and now, you know, now your team goes home in 2016. Um, yeah, again, I, I, I think MLB did a good job. And, and, you know, hell, who knows? They may try and stretch it out to five game series. You know, just to get more money. Can you imagine that? Just a full week of games. Um, I did like it, like like you were saying, Taylor. It did have the college baseball feel where it's like, here, it's all, it's all at one spot. Here's where you're playing. Line up your three versus their three, and just go at it. So, and good games going on now too. Again, uh, the, um, San Diego just went up on LA. So it's a, and I mean just, the Astros, the Astros game yesterday was unbelievable. I yeah, mean, the, the baseball players have been very good so far. Very, yeah. very good. The cream seems um, to rise to the top with with you know in the in the baseball playoffs. It gives them like. abilities to create some stars too. I mean, maybe like I mean, somebody like let me just pick a rabbit out of a hat, like Mike Trout when they're probably never playing these games, but like other people that like make the playoffs and win, like can like make these games and kind of become bigger deals. I don't know why you guys are laughing, but that's just he will never probably play in these games. I mean, it's just a fact. He never plays in these games. But maybe if the baseball playoffs expands to like all the teams, he will, you know, the Angels will get in these games. Maybe Otani, like maybe we'll see Shohei pitch and hit like, and oh no, he's going to sign one year for 40 million to stay in the Angels who can't make the playoffs. Holy bananas. What a maybe joke. They do, maybe they do like a rock and jock 
Super Bowl at the halftime for the Eagles and Mike yeah. Trout playing that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he can like do punt pass and kick this on Sunday Night Football this weekend. That'll get him on national oh, TV he's, in October. He's gonna be there. He hundred percent. He's gonna be there. hundred percent. Do the Eagles wait? And and, and Drigo's gonna be like, you know, and the what a big day in Philly sports as the Phillies and the Braves contested Game Four or whatever in the american league divisional series and here's baseball star mike trout new jersey native big phillies fan in the i mean it's gonna be like what come is on there, mike get in when the is there um is there an is there an eagles monday night game on, soon? because he's gonna be on the manning cast if it's an eagles game oh on night. yeah i don't know i don't know we just went over a fourth of the schedule we, should we really did i can't believe we didn't <laughs> find that um uh, tune in next week. I think they are. I think they are. I think they are. And they the next, have to have like, a Monday month. night. Game. I think in November they're in on Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing against Washington oh. at, at, at home, but they're at home. So he's probably going to be there. He'll probably just do FaceTime from the front row. Like the dream seats. They're on primetime a lot this year. Yeah. They've already know, been, on, they've already been on Monday night. They're on Sunday night this weekend. Then they're probably on prime going to the vi- one against green Bay. Then they're on prime video. I'll pray for you. Um, then they're on Monday night. Then they're on Sunday night. Yeah. Pray for me too. And at Dallas on, um, oh, Fox will probably protect that game. They're probably won't we gotta get we gotta give a shout out to the NFL at least for not making Philadelphia Pittsburgh a primetime game because that yeah. would have been easy for them to do. Yeah. 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 Kudos yeah. to them for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. They yeah. knew. They call. knew. Yeah. They they knew the Steelers were cooked. Absolutely. They did that on uh they did that on Halloween one year. It was like 2006 or something like that. I remember that. Maybe not. I know it went it wasn't prime time. Maybe just a 4-15 game. I remember. It was Sunday, obviously. Oh, so the Braves came back and the Braves won. Yeah, Braves won 3-0. God, Kyle Wright's good, huh? Vanderbilt. Oh, he gets it done. Um, okay. Let's move on. Nick, uh, not Nick Kimberly. What am I doing? That's uh, that drill starting. I've got two upset about. See, this is why I can't talk about Trout. I it, it totally takes you said that Angels. you weren't going to talk about him. And you well, talk- during the season, during the season, the season is well, I guess the playoffs are going in the right. Yeah. Ah, that's a little bit of a gray area. Um, <laughs> the result is in, so the result is in starting five. Yes, very in starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. Use the promo code exit 52 to get 20% off your sunnies. Um, the weather continues to be pretty nice. Uh, be, so I think rainy on Thursday. It's gonna be rain. Yeah, it's gonna be rainy. Tomorrow, but um, it was nice today. Um, it's been warm. It was like 80 degrees when I was in Minneapolis yesterday, which was one of the most stunning things I've ever been a part of. It's always like cold there. Apparently, they have the skywalks and everything. So use the promo code X fifty two twenty percent off game shows inspired by last week's end of pod discussion about. Uh, I you know this is obviously going to be a pick, so I'm not spoiling anything. Who wants to be a millionaire? Um. We decided to do best or our favorite game shows. Uh, I have the first pick. Uh, Banks, you have the second pick. RET, you have the third pick as we continue our rotation. I had been complaining about my first overall pick drafts lately. I'm not complaining this week. I had one I wanted to get, and I'm going to get it number one overall. So when I type the names in here real quick on my draft board, I will not miss a pick this week as I did last week. That was embarrassing. Uh, I am taking uh, a stalwart, a historical stalwart, one that st- stood the test of time, continues to be popular. I'm taking Jeopardy. Well, okay. Yep. Take Great Jeopardy. show. I, I, I really had no idea where you were going to go with that. 
Mm-hmm. I love Jeopardy. Absolutely I also love, Jeopardy. love Jeopardy. And I think most people do. And it's a fun show to play along with at home. It's a fun show to, you know, one up your friends. And Alex Trebek was the goat. May he rest in peace. Um, and, you know, Ken Jennings has done a nice job. So the the best thing that we ever got from Jeopardy, though, was the celebrity Jeopardy skits from SNL. Well, that's the thing. It's very great point. Um, this is not a word. Parodable. You can do parodies with it. Parodies. Parody, yeah. It's a pop culture institution. So yes. anything that is that is liable to end up on SNL. Yeah. It's a testament to its longevity and its excellence, if you will. Yeah. So Terry Ferguson. Terry Ferguson. To Ferguson, funny. bigger than normal. It's funny, it's because it's bigger than a normal hat. Will Farrell, Dustin Will Farrell again. That's not my name. That's right. So we've now, in the last two name. months, we've done we've done Robert Goulet and how many more Festival Farrell sketches can we do? That's, we could fit them all in. I think we could do that. Yeah. Uh, Banks, I gotta take the prices right. I gotta do mm-hmm. it. I love the prices right. It's. I thought that was gonna be your pick. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not going to say that it was easy, but it's the right pick. I got to have it. I cannot let it go to anybody else. I'm just going to let it run. Um, man, like, obviously, during childhood, day off of school, sick day, whatever, it's just that's what you do. You catch Sports Center like twice from 9 to 11. You watch twice over, and then you're like, all right, I, know I already know what's going on here. Um, and then you just flick on uh, CBS and you you catch, I mean, Bob Barker. Is he the GOAT? I He's mean, we could have done game show hosts. Yeah. That could be a whole separate thing. But, yeah, we can still do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just so many, the variety of different games and the way it's, you know, stayed kind of true to itself. And it's just not really changed all that much over the years. Is it's awesome. Um, I mean, I like man, remember Memorial Day weekend like a couple years ago, and we're just, just Memorial Day Monday, and Price is Right is on, and they're spinning the wheel uh, for the showcase showdown, and we're just going nuts on people doing this, that, and the other. Like, it gets people going because people yelling at the TV about prices or like whatever. It's any good game show is like interactive, and Jeopardy does that, and so does Price is Right. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. Drew Carey's done player. a good job with it too. I, I was he gonna has. say he he's done about as probably as well as he could. Like, there's no way it's that a he tough was ever. Job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are huge shoes to fill. And I mean, I just love the whack had... jobs and t-shirts that come from Santa Barbara and <laughs> this Kiss Me Bob t-shirts and all that good stuff. Uh, it's it's such. I mean, neuter and spay. Yep. Oh, you're neuter and spay your pets. He's fantastic. All righty. RDT of two. I am going to go. I'm going to go family feud. Mm-hmm. Like family feud. Mm-hmm. The, the past and the, and the, and the current one. I, again, say what you want about him. I don't know if he's really a well-liked guy. But I think Steve Harvey does a really good job on that show. I think he's excellent on that show. Yeah. I think he is almost perfect for that show. The, his quick, quick little quips and, and facial expressions and like 
he's he's very good. He knows when to keep it moving. He knows when to keep digging into something. Um, and again, the show, I mean, the show just does a great job itself of the show brings out characters and like the answers. And I mean, you know, even what they've done with the NFL ones where they bring on, you know, the, the, the groups of guys like who Tory Smith did one. Stefan Diggs has that famous clip. Um, there's just so the many. Stefan Diggs stuff is so funny. There are so many good ones. Um, I mean, hell, even the like, I know that's not what it was called, but the, I mean, the It's Always Sunny scene when they go to the the Family Feud, it's Family Fight, I think it was called. That may be my, one of my favorite episodes. The the buzzer noise, the the kind of that's the kind of cheese episode too. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's, it's yeah, it's very good. Um, the whole show. I mean, the sh- again, the show is very funny, and it's a very you talk about a show where you're yelling at your TV. I mean, that's that's up there with the other two that you mentioned, you know, um, very, very good stuff. Um, and again, it's always on. That's not like a hey, you got to catch it at 11 on CBS. It's like you can turn on the TV at any given time. There's like a 66 percent chance that that you're in the midst of like a four hour marathon and you can just run through it. So I will take. It's a good pick. A decent bar show too. 101 has a habit of putting it on. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not a show where you need to listen to it. It it, it helps when you can listen because you can hear Steve Harvey making fun of people, but you can also see, you know, the question. Can't can't you see the question? No, do they tell? I don't no, think you not. can, which is a frustration no. of mine. I think maybe old not. versions they would have the question up there on the board. But then they yeah. change it to just like a one-word summary of the topic or yeah something like yeah that. no you're right you're right i take that back maybe close cap it almost makes a fun game though where you kind of like think to yourself like you just see things up there and you're like ooh, like you try to guess what the question was now you're playing now you're playing jeopardy like what's the question you have the answer sure. what's the question um so i'll take that one my next one oh man i got Give me who wants to be a millionaire. Mm. I don't want to let it sit anymore. I knew it was going next round anyways. Again, we've talked about it for two weeks in a row. Just, I mean. Taylor had to know well enough it wasn't going to get to him. Yeah. When I was sitting here with my hand on the, uh, with the, it was written on the card and I was ready to run it up to the podium. I, I thought that's where he was going number one. Honestly. I kind of thought so too. Yeah. Yeah, I almost did, but. I love Jeopardy. I watch. I mean, I still am watching Jeopardy. It just has more of an impact on me day to day now. Yeah, but but the last two weeks, what have you thought about more? Again, I mean, we've already gone over it so many times. What makes it great? The the production, the lights, Regis is at yeah, Regis's cadence. It delivers. It so it delivers. Was, yeah, it was. It's great. It it was. That I, I that used to be like, that was one of the first like prime time game shows that I remember like my family sitting down and watching and like going to school the next day being like, did you, did you see the guy miss that question? Did you see this? That was like a, I mean, it was a monumental show when it came out. I feel like it just had America by the balls, and it was it was so damn good. Appointment television. Yeah. Yes, really- it was. You want to give us? You want to give us a little, Regis? Computer, eliminate two of the wrong answers. AT&T, let's get Eric's father on the line. Excuse me, 
This is Regis Fildman from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Eric's got $64,000, and he's going for $125,000. He's doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. He's doing help to get there. All right. He's doing all right, but he could Banks, be doing a little better. Banks, it's your pick <laughs> in the game show draft. That's such a top top four tier there that we just cleaned up. I feel like the tier that was the chalk. That was the chalk I was talking about. That was the that was the top tier, and now I think things get a little saucy. And I'm gonna shake things yeah. up here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take whose whose line is it anyway? Mm. Mm. I'm calling it a game show. Points might be made up. They definitely matter. I don't even care. Some of the funniest television I've ever watched in my life. It's, it's the just best. Your pants it's stuff. so good. It is such a good show. I don't know that we appreciate Ryan Styles and Kyle Mockery in the way oh, that we should. We do they not. were those two are comedy geniuses. Superstars. When it's them and Wayne Brady, it is some of the funniest stuff you will ever see. What a what a curveball! Um, next week, Chip. What's his name? Being the villain in Outer in, Banks. In Outer Banks, yeah. What a, Chip Beston? Yeah. A route that guy took. In, when he was on that, when I saw him in Outer Banks for the first time, I was like, oh. The who's line guy. I was like, what do I know this guy from? Who's line? It's just, it's so good. It's just a blend of, um, I mean, some of the games in there, when they would announce them, you just get so fired up. Like props, props is so good. <laughs> it's so props good. Always slaps. And then like, there was a time where I, like when they did the music ones, I just kind of like, nah. All right, but when they do the thing where they're introduced, I can't the name of the segment is escaping me. But when they have like the um, anthology series and mockery and styles like introduce it, and then Wayne Brady performs the song, um, <laughs> is uh, this is so good. I, Laura, Laura Hall, by the way, two two legends, that. Laura Hall, Linda Taylor, the two music music that people. Too. Mm-hmm. That too. I Laura bet you Hall, if, if Taylor, if you go back and watch some of those old episodes now. Like they would still hit just the same. Uh, it does. Like, I mean, it's a great went, late night. That's a great if you're up at one a.m. and the show's on, you turn it on and you watch. And you always. I watched it while I had COVID over Christmas. Is it on Last Netflix? Year. Where is it streaming? On YouTube. I'm not sure. I don't know where it streams. That I seems like remember. a perfect new like Netflix or Hulu show. You know, just just letting the episodes roll. Just just. They're still making it. Yeah, it's yeah, not Drew yeah, Carey. It's, it's not um, as good. What's her name? But it's um her her name's escaping me. But they're still making that show. That's a great yeah, pick. They 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 should have. I think they've board. done this to some degree. But like, if they were to go on tour and do that, and then they like, are, they, they are they're coming recorded episode. Hold on, I, I got, know they I do gotta, it in some way. But if I got to find it. the episodes, whose line is it anyway? Baltimore. They're literally. I see it on Facebook. Yeah. They're coming to fate. They're coming to Baltimore like in two weeks. No, October 29th. Oh, we should go. It is. Where is I, it? I think it's I think it's at the lyric. Yeah, it's at the lyric. Oh, I would Tickets. love to go to that. Tickets are sixty six dollars. Would pay. Look here. I'm going to look up. I want to look up who it is. Um, we should do a post show with that. Let me. The picture shows. Lyric Baltimore. The picture shows all of them. Oh, Ryan Styles, Greg Props, Pro, uh, blah, blah, blah. Greg Proops. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Dan, Greg Murray. Was so 
Well, maybe not all. Oh, it's a yet. Saturday. I won't be. I probably won't be here. I'll be flying to Indiana. Seven thirty. I don't know. Sad. Take off. No. Seven thirty. Indiana with the Terps trying to trying to win the Big Ten. Seven thirty. You eleven thirty. Could you imagine four hours of that? I would. I would. Oh, get a I would love that. Oh, I would laugh so hard. Crazy. Do you know how much water they would drink? Two weeks. Uh, I do wish that Wayne was on there. That's kind of – is Mockery on there? I don't know if he is. No, it was just Ryan Stiles. Ah, uh, Ryan is great, but I feel like Ryan and Colin together. Colin is, is the yeah. sweet spot. Yeah, it is. All right, well. All right, I have two picks here. I am going to dip into the um, – the kids area of the pot of the uh the game shows here. I'm taking double dare. I'm taking double dare. I want to um, get it to start. Uh, I think that show is awesome in all iterations. Double dare first, double dare 2000. Um, just like sticking your hands into the nose to find <laughs> some things. I mean, there's just a lot of shenanigans going on there. I think that's a show everybody watches as a kid. Um, so yeah, love me some double dare. Um, I'm going to stay there and I'm going to take Legends of the Hidden Temple. God damn it. Double yeah. dipped it. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to wow. double dip in the kids. I'm going to take Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I just did not expect that whatsoever. Were you, yep. did you guys, did you guys ever do Legends of the Hidden Temple for Halloween? Like, no. Oh, freshman year of college, we did that. Blue Barracuda shirt, still upstairs. Yeah. That's a great shirt or great shirt, great show. It's great everything. Olmec. Legend. Yep. And Legend. there aren't they aren't they making a movie about it or something? I hope so. <laughs> I can only hope so. Yeah, I'm going double kids. I think I needed to get those. I don't know if those were getting back to if one of those is getting back to me. So probably not. Banks. Stump the Schwab. Take yeah. the Schwab. That's great sports. I mean, I'm stunned that the sports game show like lane has not been filled in my well they had sports they had sports jeopardy with dan patrick that was on abc sports network it just didn't get a lot of it didn't have the same uh, airtime. abc sports network nbc sports network sorry nbc sports network yeah i don't really remember that being advertised or really like was it was always on that much it's that's a shame i mean i feel like there's a lot of potential for something now i mean the dozen kind of fills that yeah. Is that a spoiler? Is that it? Yeah, it is. It's on my board. It's on my wow. board. Okay. Well, sorry yeah. about that. Stump the Schwab. I mean, they literally just pulled him out of the computer room. Like, whatever room that has like TV screens and there's a bunch of computers and he's just typing up stats and shit. And they said, oh, we're just going to put this guy in front of a camera. He's going to be a prick to everybody and he's going to be right about everything, too. Have you have we talked about my Howie Schraub experience on the show? I don't know that you really have. Not on the podcast, at least. So I yeah, I don't know if I maybe I've talked about this. So I in college, I was on an ESPN U had a uh, late night show called Unite. It's actually funny. We for the Maryland Hall of Fame last week, we inducted Taylor Twelman went to Maryland. He's now on ESPN doing Soccer Sports Center. I was talking with him about it. He got offered that show, turned it down, didn't want to do it. Smart move. It got canceled after like a year. But um <laughs> So they did like a, um, they like revived Stump the Schwab for the show. So um, it's funny. I guess we would have done it on Zoom. I've said it's funny like four times. It's probably not that funny. But um, 
So we had rounds against, at that point, the ACC. So I competed against someone from Clemson and someone from UVA, got to the next round, competed in a semi against a guy from Temple who lost his internet. So we're, we're webcamming in, or I think we were Skyping, and um, he lost the internet for an hour, and we had to sit at the computer and stare at the screen with our hands, like clearly shown on the table so they could so we weren't cheating on the question that was in progress because it was like multiple choice going through um like trying to pick like um you know most followed sports accounts or like the last 15 Heisman winners I kept separating myself on the pop culture question so I made the finals um against the guy from northern Illinois against a guy from Utah and we got flown to ESPN to do to like tape the finals so I was like with Howie Schwab the whole day he like brought us around the headquarters. We like sat Nate in the cafeteria with them and like sat with him and Tim Legler. It was like very bizarre. <laughs> like sat there and like, ate, ate lunch. They took, they took us into like all the studios, sports center, baseball tonight. They had, like, we went in the baseball tonight, like one that had like all the baseball field lines on. It was very cool. Then we taped the show, finished second, lost to the kid from Utah. I wonder what that kid's doing now. Um, and the next day we're in the airport and I'm sitting with, I went by myself, um, and one of the guys was there with his dad. And then another guy was there by himself. We were sitting in the airport all together about to leave. And Howie Schwab got laid off the next day. <laughs> Literally got laid off from ESPN the day after he filmed it with him. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. We were there for that guy's last day at work. They kept them on payroll just, just for, for you guys. Yeah. Yep. Spend it with yeah, a bunch of an extra. Yep. Spend it with us. Spend it with us like three 20 year olds. And then, uh, and got laid off, got laid yeah. off. What a time. That was really cool going to ESPN. ESPN. I was so upset after I sat in my car for like 15 minutes before driving back to the hotel. I was so upset about that. I lost. <laughs> lost on NHL questions. Classic. Hell. Nah, hmm. hockey guy. That's my Howie Schwab story. Uh, RDTF2. Global Guts. Sticking with the Nickelodeon yeah. theme. Global Guts. Mike O'Malley. Legend. Mo. Even a bigger legend. She was the best. How um, long do you guys think that show's run was for? I just looked this up. Maybe 15 years? No. Banks? Less than no, it's gotta be less than that. Seven years? Four seasons. Four? Wow. Feels wow. longer, right? I thought I thought that it 160 oh, episodes. Because I was reading the I was reading this article about it and it says in 2008 they revived it with my family's got guts, but that's not, obviously not the same. Um yeah, this is a, a fantastic old school like physical challenge type. Um and it was also like country based. Like they pitted all the different countries against each other. Um but physical challenge where you were swimming or jumping or you know uh, i mean just doing whatever and then at the end the aggro craig trophy which i picked for my that was in my starting five of trophies trophy. the aggro craig yeah, yeah. It's an all-time trophy um i what was it called what was the mountain called it was called the uh, the aggro craig is what it was called and then oh and yeah 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 and then you went a piece of it that's what it is correct um that was like the all-time like i want to be on this game show so bad and then you well, i think it was around. it was like the aggro craig then it like upgrade. It was like the mega crag. Something, yeah. The, the, the super thing was aggro bigger crag. As the, the super aggro crag was. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm looking at that right now. Super aggro crag. Yeah. Pressing buttons. Yeah. You make your way to the top, dodging obstacles. They were just they were just push stuff down upon you. <laughs> How many seasons do you guys think Legends of the Hidden Temple had? Now I want to guess early, like six, three, 
120 episodes. I was going to say they probably. That's a lot of episodes, though. I mean, it's a ton of episodes still, but it's amazing. Like, those shows feel like they run forever because they get rerun all the time, but they don't, they didn't exist for actually that many years making new episodes. Yeah, they probably just filmed a ton of them and, you know. Yeah. They probably filmed those in like three months. 120 episodes. Guts was (laughs) awesome, though. Yeah, Guts Guts was a great time. Um, this article says it's not available for streaming, but bootleg copies exist online. So I think I may be on YouTube tonight looking up Global Guts. Why they wouldn't? Too. It must be a rights thing. But why? Like it got distributed by Viacom. That it, that should be on Paramount Plus. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. That would be very unless like the quality is not great or like the oh, who cares? I mean, tapes or whatever. You know. This article yeah. also says uh, AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. McLean, McLean. McLean, McLean, I believe. McLean uh, was a contestant on the show in 1992. Legends of the Hidden Temple is on Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah, I figured that was. I don't know why. Um, I don't it's got to be something with the distribution. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So my first one is Global Guts. Um, my second pick for. This oh no, it is on here. It's on. It's is on it Paramount really? Plus. Yeah. No, this yeah. seventeenmagazine.com. You lying? Yeah. Piece. Shit. All these episodes are on here, yeah. Uh, well, this is also an article from December 2018. So maybe oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that that's on you. All right, my my next one. Um, again, the, the, me, this is one of the more popular Nickelodeon ones, and I'm just sticking with this theme. Uh, one of the more popular Nickelodeon theme um, game shows to come along, and also the host to like one of my first crushes. It's figure it out. Summer Sanders is oh Summer Sandys. Summer Sanders is my childhood. Summer like, Sandpiece. She was something. Oh gee, jeez. Something. What do you? Was she not like? She was one of the hot, like the hottest girls growing up. I would, I would say, I was never a Summer Sanders guy. Oh, oh, man. from like a crush perspective. I mean, she's very pretty. I just was never really into her as much as others. More of a Lori Beth Denberg kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking at she's in the picture right now that I see. Banks, you want to um, break the tie on Summer Sanders? I'm kind of kind of with you, Taylor. Oh, Thank man. you. All right, good. Fine. More for me. It's fine. Oh, with me. God. Enjoy. <laughs> Bonk. Olympic swimmer. I thought you'd be all about that. No, I mean, she's awesome. I, not, I, I mean, not appreciate her, what she did for this country. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. No one appreciates her more for what she did for her country than me. <laughs> Um, this was the ultimate just slime game show. Like they had the secret word. You want to feel like old, that. RDT? She's fifty. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. She was like, sorry. Right, so that that game, that show. What time? What year did that come out? That uh, show probably ninety. I would think six, ninety six, eight, so seven, seven. Yeah. So she was. Yeah. I mean. She, yeah. Ninety seven to ninety nine. That's how long it was on. She was named the commissioner of the Nickelodeon Games and Sports Channel. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your service, Summer. Yes. That's right. Not about gas. She she hosted ESPN's Beg, Borrow, and Deal. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I I do remember that. I do remember that. Um, yeah, just a fun game show. They they the Nickelodeon contestants would try and guess, you know, someone's talent or or whatever they could do. It was just very, very simple, but it was a very fun show. That's another show I would like to go back and, and watch just a little bit, not too long. But uh, this also says it came back from 2012 to 2013, which I don't remember. But there is a watch now button. So, I, again, I may be doing that tonight. Shout out Summer Sanders if you're watching this. There you have it. 
Thanks. I held my nut on this the entire draft so far, and I'm so excited to take it. Most extreme elimination challenge. Like a top five favorite show of mine. Oh, oh here yeah. it goes. Going on about MXC show. again. So good. So good. So freaking good. I think it's on Amazon now. If you don't know it, look it up. You could have taken that last, I think. That's fair. I want to know. I want to know. It's so good. Um, Lee Blankenship, just, I mean, I, I, did I draft this before in something else? Yeah, or did I just um, talk about it? Didn't you you drafted Guy Ladouche and something, right? Yeah, we talked Host? about it on the draft before. Announcers, yeah. announcers. Guy Ladouche. Guy Ladouche. Oh my gosh, such a good show. I might watch that tonight. Oh, I don't enough time to watch all these great shows. Mm. Um, there's a show uh, that this been completely copy off MXC, and I I won't name it, but just come on. Uh, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a sports one. I'm gonna take two minute drill, um, which I enjoyed playing along with when it was on, and I think would be the more of the model of the show rather than stump the Schwab. Kenny Mayne, great host, perfect host for a game show. Kenny Mayne in DC today. I he saw played, that. Yeah. So was Trey Wingo. So is Trey Wingo. So I'm gonna take two minute drill, and then I'm gonna take a classic with my last pick. Um, I went through a lot of like ones that are rerun on GSN all the time. Um, I'm taking the cash cab. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking the cash cab. I enjoy nice the cash concept. cab format. It's a, it's a fun concept. I respect the cash cab. Yep. Yep. Um, there's some other GC G or GCN GSN ones that I, uh, that I consider there, but I'm going to take the cash cab. I like cash cab. Uh, thanks. You have one more. Mm. <clears throat> what do I want here? I just I enjoy Whammy, Whammy, the all new mm-hmm. presser luck. Whammy, that was, yeah. Whammy is great. That was in yeah. my Whammy that is. was in my GSN ones. I I didn't think no Whammies, no Whammies. Stop, stop. Big, big bucks, no Whammies. Big always bucks, no with whammies. tennis bracelets, man. There's always tennis bracelets up for grabs. <laughs> that was a that was a fun show. That was very fun. It's a fun big show. Bucks, good no good animations. No. I went through just such a heavy GSN phase. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I was probably 12 years old, I was going to say middle school, middle school. The heck out of that. I would watch, man, there's a couple other that I, I think I would be, would have been happy taken here too. And I just, I won't name them with Eric having one more pick, but you can name them. I've had it. You're going a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There was just a a heavy hitter lineup of whammy lingo and Russian roulette in the afternoons. Russian right, you're just you giving that away show? picks. I guess it already the only. No, I told him. I said, "Yeah, yeah let it fly." He I'm... gave me the green light. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was listening. Uh, a Russian roulette is incredible. Watching the people fall through the floor is one of the <laughs> underrated moments you can get watching TV. I don't know it how is so good. Catch on to a major network. It's an incredible format of a show. Lingo is awesome. I don't even remember. Lingo is also amazing. The other ones I had on from GSN uh, were Chain Reaction. Which is a great show. I remember um, Baggage, which was this show with yeah. like Jerry Springer, I believe, where he like yeah. people like brought on their baggage. It was so bizarre. Um, I had another one I thought from there. There's some classics that they run from back in the day that I appreciate too. Yeah, but let's let Eric have his pick, and then yeah, okay, and then we'll go into this. Yeah, Lego is so good. I, I'm between two. 
I'm gonna do, I'm uh, gonna take supermarket sweep. That was a big one for me. Yeah, because I'm oversight. I loved supermarket sweep. I will say this. I was never like the I love the idea of the chaos of supermarket sweep. I can't say I ever like watched a ton of it. So I did oh. I had it. I had it, but I wasn't gonna take it. We I mean that used to be like me, me and me and my brother and sisters used to we used to sit down and watch it and just like go to the tur- you gotta go to the turkey, get the turkeys in the hams, get that, get those first. And, and get you the know, diapers, the diapers. Yeah, the diapers were always a big one. And then I always love a smooth cart transition when they would like toss their oh, full yeah. cart off and they'd get a, a like a, a new one. It was like a um, it's like a clean hockey line change. Like it's just ah. Uh, the shocking. best part of supermarket sweep to me is supermarket sweeps is that when you're in the grocery store and it's not that mm-hmm. busy, trying to like navigate it and I get did, the things you need really quick is like you can almost do the game show in real life, which is yeah, a hundred percent, definitely, definitely. And they, that was a show they brought back. Um. I think during COVID, yeah. like they they, they, they brought it back it as an ABC show. Yeah, and then they yeah, threw um, a season of it of the original up on Netflix, and I watched all of them. They were yep. awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. The host is such a perfect cheese ball mm-hmm. for the show, and I <laughs> I would have thought that you would. I mean, maybe you haven't watched it, Taylor, but if you were to watch I it, have. I feel like you would you would appreciate that guy more than anything. Yeah, oh, I haven't watched it. Yeah, in a while. I watched it when I was a kid. Do you remember his name? I no, I don't. Oh, that's David. not on Netflix anymore. That's sad. Ooh, David um, Martin Rupert. It's got to be somewhere. He'd yeah. always run around the corner to the front to start the show. Yeah, uh, that was such a nice. <laughs> yeah, he thing like sprints around and then he just stops right there. Yeah, and they just pull somebody right out. Um, man, that show is freaking good. He was also on the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. They would all. It would almost exclusively women on the show too, and mm-hmm. half of them were domestic engineers, which is a term that has been erased. From, oh my! From the modern vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, my guess is the new um the the lady from SNL hosted the new one. I forget her name. A twenty four hour channel of the show is available on the Roku channel. And Lifetime and PAX versions of the show. Remember PAX? What a channel. Yeah. Are available on yeah. Buzzer. What in the good Lord is Buzzer? Sounds like a game show network kind of kind of channel. Yeah, it really does. That, again, you want to talk about easy watching and like you could you could miss the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes of that show. And if you just tune in for the, the final round, you're I would almost rather watch those over the That's like totally fair quirky yeah. games in the beginning. Yeah. So it it's it's just such a great show. And again, like like you said, like me always being younger and having two other, you know, I have two brothers and I have a brother and a sister. So I was never we were never allowed to stay home. Like when my mom went grocery shopping, so we'd all go. So again, you're running through it in your head, like all right, turkey, diapers over there, the hams are right here. And it's just, you're doing dry runs, constantly doing dry runs in your people, head, like people hucking hams into the car. Oh like. my god, just spiking them. Like, and I always wondered, like, I would love a behind the scenes on that show. Cause like, was it an actual grocery store? Was it just yeah, a set sure it like it? Or they is that real food? Are they just like are you buying a dented turkey in the morning? Like, you know, do they put it back in there? Like I, I don't know. I've, I have so many questions. I, I have so many questions, but fantastic show. I love it. Let's recap it. I took Jeopardy, Double Dare, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Two Minute Drill, and Cash Cab. Banks took Price is Right. 
whose line is it anyway? Stump the Schwab, the Extreme Elimination Challenge, and Whammy. RDT took Family Feud, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Guts, Figure It Out, and Supermarket Sweeps. Uh, some of my ones we didn't take. Wheel of Fortune is a pretty big outlier. I really do like Wheel. I almost took it at the end. but I, I don't care for the Wheel. I think it's... Oh, I like the Wheel. I like the Wheel. Simpleton Television. Oh, that's just... Yep. It's, it says the guy who watches the Extreme Elimination Challenge. <laughs> oh, come on. That's, that's high comedy. Oh, stop. I, I, stop. Will, I will say we... Says probably... the guy who watches, says the guy who watches Whammy. <laughs> we, no whammies no whammies stop no whammies, stop we probably get the biggest <laughs> the best bloopers from wheel of fortune though like not not bloopers oh, but people like messing it up yeah yeah like like yeah. mispronouncing a word it's and then being who they like, have on the show and yeah well yeah that's because you got pea brains on there they don't, oh they don't have pea brains on jeopardy or i'm excited for this to somehow turn into a roast no. of dundalk no, <laughs> no, I knew but, that know, that was going to go that direction. No, no, I would never. I would never. But, you know, oh, damn it. What was I going to say? No, you, oh, you, you talk about guys laying eggs and, and pea brains. I I love when you turn on a Jeopardy episode and some guys like minus 2,400 and everyone else is like <laughs> at eight grand and four grand. And this guy's just like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I, I got it. This is bad. Like. That's always that always cracks me up. It's not very often, but when you see it, you're like, that guy is in for a rough time. It always gets me. I also had, um, uh, like I said, the some of the chain reaction one versus 100, baggage, Russian roulette, lingo. Um, and then I had this, this is just we'll see how you guys react to this. The MPR classic, wait, wait, don't tell me. Radio uh-huh. game show. Very good. Very good. Yeah, see. Uh, talking to a couple. Talk about simpletons. Lingo is a great show. Listen to NPR one time. No, no. Never. What, Lingo Hollywood is very squares. good. Thoughts? No, no, no. <laughs> it was fine. Stupid. Hollywood Squares fine. It was fine. Yeah, like my mom used to always watch it. I was like, it's... Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg was the best part of Hollywood Squares. Just her being in there. I thought about taking like um like next. Is it a game show? Is it a dating yeah. show? Room Raiders. Just what a yeah. show that is with the bus. Yeah, I mean you could yeah, go yeah. into reality. I was try- it was true interesting because like if you look at like some game show categories, like reality shows, I mean they're competitions, so they're short of game shows. But like, I'm not taking the bachelor on this draft. Survivor. There's yeah. a I, fuck ton I, of shows like, on like the, the challenge on Wiki. Yeah. But I wasn't taking the challenge in this draft. Didn't feel like in the spirit of the draft. All the, all the articles pyramid. I read, like one had one had chopped on it. And I was like, ah. Yeah, not in the spirit Looking of the draft. Shows. Yeah. Are, I don't you, know are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. That's in the spirit of it. Yeah. That's a game show. 100%. That's yeah. fine. I like it. Oh, that's decent. Scrolling that's on of, this. Deal or no Jeff deal. Foxworthy guy. Deal or no deal. <laughs> yeah. I know we talked about that. I can't remember if that was on air or off. I don't know what hot potato is, but I'm interested. I could watch that. That and aired from January 23rd to June 29th in 1984. One year. <laughs> um, I did. I came down to Supermarket Sweep or The Dozen because I just really enjoy The Dozen. But I decided to go cool. Supermarket Sweep. The Dozen is awesome. I got a problem with The Dozen. So, uh, we, there's, It's the teammate. It's the... I'm going to edit that out that I said that. <laughs> Uh, weakest link, I think, is a is a better show than than people give it credit for. 
I feel like people yeah. just like, like the, the catchphrase. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Little little British lady. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire meets survivor where they vote people off and it's strategic. Like, do we want to vote off the best person because we're afraid of him or we want to vote off the idiot that's not winning us money? Yeah. Good. Some, some, yeah, some interesting strategy there. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Win Ben signs money. Yeah. I yeah. never understood it because I was too young. But I'm and sure a simpleton. A, I'm sure it was a funny show. I think Jimbo watched that one. Was that Comedy Central? I think it was. I think it was too. I know it definitely ran on. Yeah, Comedy it Central. was Comedy like, Central. It was Comedy Central. That guy has lived a hell of a life. So that's so the producer of Win, uh, ben, when Ben says money is Michael Davies, who is the who is the one that created Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in the U.S. Mm. Who is a part? Who is one half of the. Very popular soccer podcast and do men and blazers. Is he really? For it. Yep. It's him and Roger Bennett. I know Roger Bennett. I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. The more yeah. you know. And he produced Barstool Van Talk. He was on um he was on Erica's podcast like a few weeks ago talking about he helped them, he helped them produce the Comedy Central special and Barstool yeah. Van Talk. Interesting. The Super Bowl. Yep. Guy just does it all. Yep. Very good on the Men and Blazers podcast. Cool. Any other honorable mentions? Uh, I mean, I actually did enjoy that. Was it Beg, Borrow, and Deal or whatever? Yeah, I don't remember I a ton that. about it. I was like 10 years old, either. but like... I remember the show. I don't remember the premise. There's some other ones we missed, like the $64,000 Pyramid, Match Game, classics. classics. Yeah. 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 Deserve, they deserve... Art Sharks is kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, newlywed game. Newlywed game is good. That's always yeah. That's always funny. Urban Taylor, Eric, never. They they do that as like thing. Like they have a have a night where ever like people will go to the ballroom or whatever, and then they'll just pick three couples. Usually, it's like a couple on their honeymoon, a couple that's mm-hmm. been together for ten years, and a couple that's been together for like. 45 50 years and they do the newlywed game and it always slaps they they, they um did we did it when... in we did it at the maryland holiday party me and uh, marty hosted a newlywed game among maryland staffers <laughs> back in the day they did that on uh when we were on our honeymoon at grenade in grenada they did that same thing did like you, did you guys get picked we did not get picked mm. i did not want to get picked mm. you, did, you don't you, you don't know anything about your spouse no that's not it i did just <laughs> I, it sounds like you're admitting you don't no just didn't want to go up there. Mm. It's interesting. It's really interesting. <laughs> it's not a really interesting. I mean, why wouldn't you want to go up there? Because I just didn't want to do the game show in front of people. Oh, okay. That's why. There you have it. Tell it to the judge. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I hate this. <laughs> Nick Kinner Medley, Maryland person of the week. Thanks. Does he? Do you, it's always good when you throw it to you guys, and you guys have no idea. If someone I just for this. Got Come on, and I just didn't prepare for this one. Uh, oh, two friends, big booty mix coming in hot this weekend. There you go. I was gonna say that should that's a universal pick. I was hoping you were just gonna say that, but it took you a second. We got there. Our friends of the show, friends of the show, the two friends, two friends, big booty Saturday. Very exciting. You know Keep we're getting close when friends. When they put out the tweet asking for sound bites. 
and they put out a uh, they put out the betting. They put out the prop bet sheet today mm-hmm. as well. Don't don't they usually do a, a, a bingo sheet as well? Yes. If you if you uh, if you are new to the show and you like two friends, go back and listen to our interview with two friends where we talked to them about the making of the big booty mix. It was very interesting. So good time to good time. Might have to bump that podcast back into people's feeds uh, mm-hmm. next day or so. Uh, RDT. Uh, I'm going Blink-182. Mm. They're back. They set the internet on fire this week. Again, if you're someone in our age range, then you grew up listening to them. You were watching them on TRL. They're just a staple. I think of everyone's like childhood. I, it's like, I don't think that there are many people who are like, oh, I don't like Blink-182. I think everyone enjoys them. They, they I mean... They, they just make some absolute classic songs. Um, the video announcement that they had was fantastic. It was very funny, very tongue-in-cheek. Um, and my wife already has tickets to their concert in Baltimore in May. So hmm. that is going to be a... Are the tickets already out? They, they put them on sale this morning. Wow. Yeah. Um, the tour is insane, too. I mean, it's a, it's a ton of places. It's super weird, too, because they go to D.C. They go to Brooklyn. They come back to Baltimore and then they go to Hershey, Pennsylvania. It's just a very weird, weird route there. Um, but yeah, again, everyone is excited. We're all 30 something years old listening to the same CD we did 19, 20 years ago. So that's all I've been all I've been listening to on Spotify the last couple of days is is Blink 182 and Two Friends. So it's been a it's been a good music week. It's definitely been a, a good music week. Yeah, that's good. That should be a good show. Yeah, I can imagine. Did you see the lineup that they're in on the um, that Vegas festival next year? I have a problem with those things now because those are the, like everyone at the same time is like, oh, I'm going to go. Oh, we have to go to this. And then there's like a three percent chance that thing ever happens. It's just not going to happen. There's no it happened that... this year when you were young, when you yeah, when but, we were young festival happened this year. But I don't think it was all the same. Like they put a lot of those bands on there. The first time that they did it was like a lot of the bands were like, oh, we didn't even sign up for this. It's kind of like a fire fest kind of thing where they not not everything that was on the flyer is is how it ended is. is... I did see they were on that. Um, who knows if that'll happen or go through, but I don't know. There would be definitely let's see what this cool final book. let's see what the final lineup for this year's was. So what we're talking about though is is a festival that next year would include Green Day, Blink 182, 30 Seconds to Mars, The Offspring, Good Charlotte, Five Seconds of Summer, All Time Low, Rise Against, uh, Yellow Card, Some 41, Simple Plan, Bowling for Soup. So a lot of uh Joyce Manor, a lot of popular um this year, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, AFI, Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard Confessional, Avril Lavigne, Jimmy World, Data Remember. Still, still a lot of pe- good places. names. Good names. Yeah. Also, if, a lot if, of good- if you want to look at a tweet doing some numbers, that blank, that blank tweet in the video, or we're doing insane. Yeah, numbers. I saw that. Yeah, they're huge, huge nostalgia there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna take um, the return of America's fifth professional sport, the challenge which had its first episode tonight, delayed the podcast. My two <laughs> lovely co-hosts were kind enough to allow me to consume the premiere for an hour and a half before we came on and taped. And it's the best. TJ Lavin is the best host in all of TV. And uh, Bananas is back season, so that elevates the stage for everybody else. RDT 
could not believe it was a 90 minute premiere. You just aren't paying attention. And uh, every Wednesday. So this will now probably interfere every Wednesday if we're trying to record on Wednesdays. So we got that going for us. Um, the challenge is back. I love the challenge. Love the challenge. See, I used to tell it was road rules versus real world. Way back. That was maybe 45 20, years 20, ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Back when it was good. Back that you back in my oh, day. Stop. Back in my day. What a get off my lawn TV. that is. What I used to listen to lawn. it on the radio. We used to <laughs> we used to crowd around the fireplace and listen to it on the radio. Uh right before right before Richard Nixon's uh fireside chat. Yeah, uh, we'd wait for the milk, we'd wait, fireside chat or whatever. We'd wait for the uh milkman to come. Get my history degree taken away if I didn't correct that. <laughs> Any honorable mentions? Ronnie Stanley is back. I was good. We talked about it. I was going to give it to the MLB playoff format, which I very much enjoyed this weekend. Sure. Yeah. That was, uh, I, I figured I'd just bring it up as a topic to get some baseball discussion in as opposed to here, but I got to own that up. was going to be uh, Albert Pujols did not go over, but I was correct about the Cardinals getting swept. So. Yeah, see ya, Cardinals. What a time in Philly right now. They're feeling good. They're 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 teetering on like they're yeah, it's way too close to the sun right now. <laughs> yeah, like, they're yeah. very yeah. yeah. They're fir- yeah, it's Icarus situation. Oh, yeah. Firm yeah. Icarus situation right now. Yeah. Like, all right, have oh, some fun, fly. but this could all all come unraveled in, in two minutes. Really could. And it would be a real shame. Uh, all right, let's do it. Wanted, dead, or alive. Banks, set it up. Jane Goodall. Oh, I know. Jane Goodall? Yeah. I believe R- alive. R.I.P. Oh, dead. Alive. Yes. She's alive? Yes. 88 years old. Still shaking. She hasn't been ripped apart by a lowland gorilla She yet? has been widowed oh. for 42 years. Wow. Yes, Jane. Stay in it, Jane. Come on now. I thought I thought she was dead for sure. I thought I remember some clip going around about her. Like I feel like that happened too. I don't know if they like she retired from the forest or something from the jungle (laughs) or something. (laughs) (laughs) something. I am out. I am out, gorillas. I'll talk to you later. I don't know, but I got to leave the jungle now. Goodbye, Congo. 88 years old, Jane. Still Jane, kicking. She, um, she's still kicking. She um, she suffers from prosopagnosia, which makes it difficult to recognize familiar faces. Hmm. So unfamiliar that. faces she's good with? That's interesting. She just struggles to recognize familiar faces. She also has stated oh, that dogs are her favorite animal. How about that? After all that, she picked dogs. After huh? all that, well, was, I mean, well, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but, I mean, no, I get spend, it too. I love dogs. You you work in a hot dog factory for sixty years. Your favorite food's not going to be a hot dog. Fair point. You know. I mean, yeah, but she's seen a but lot that's, of animals. That's, that's a lot entire, of competition for the simple dog. Yeah, which but, I but chimpanzees are your entire brand. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she but quote. Wonder when she said that. Hey, you know what? She has her work life and she has her, her personal life. I'll find you a know? source on that. This is Wikipedia, so try and get uh, her source. Seventy-two uh, article from 
2011, Jane Goodall, my favorite animal is a dog. From the Globe and the Mail. Yep, it's a headline. Yeah, the Globe and Mail. Jane Goodall, March 31st, 2011 in Toronto. The cast is a broken wrist from a recent fall. Voice your stealth in the wild thornberries. Wow. Which by the which by the way stinks. One of the one of the worst. <laughs> one of the absolute worst. Donnie they really, really went for it on that one. Donnie five, very funny character, but five five seasons of that show is Nigel. 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 I mean, Eliza Thornberry was as annoying as they get. You know who voiced Eliza Thornberry though? Um I forget. I've, I've heard this. I don't know. I forget. Lacey Chabert of oh, um, Mean Girls. Mean Girls fan. Big fan. Big yep. fan. Her and Summer Sanders. Huge <laughs> fan. Wow. You know who is she up to? Um, oh, it's it's a uh, flea, right? Flea. Yeah. yeah. That's one of yeah. those like. That that like um um there's one of those Twitter accounts. It's like Uber Facts that goes viral like every six months. Yeah, they had a William H Macy guest star. Wow, and Phyllis Diller. How about that, Phyllis? Oh, Phyllis. They did a Lost in yeah. Space movie, huh? Freaking hmm. Nigel. Well, no, that was a good one. No, Jane Goodall was a very good one. You split it, so that was a very, yeah, very good one. I, I was that's what we're I here was, for. That's what we want. Yeah, I, I just never sure remembered hearing that she died, so I, I went with alive and it worked out for me. Okay, let me let me cross her off my list. I've got <laughs> I've got 15 alive people, and I mean I got so many dead people, but how good they are. I mean, I've got 41 dead people right now, but I could definitely. Get we should have, we should have, we should have had someone neutral come up with this so you can play too. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I'm having fun researching it though. <laughs> I just see Brian at his, at his, at his desk. And I get, I just guess, scrolling deaths. Yeah. Like the boss walking by looking at Excel, Excel spreadsheet. You need the boss. I mean, there's some like, joke uh, ones on, I have on here. And... What's up? I said you should have the boss cam like NCAA uh, yeah. March Madness Live. <laughs> it's on a spreadsheet for what it's worth. Mm. Um, I just have some, there's some joke ones that I'll, I'll like never have them be the one for the week, but maybe I can mix them in here and there as like a bonus. I would love to see the filter you have on that or the formula. <laughs> like, like, highlighting or like where are my line of demarcation of whether somebody's important enough to be on this list or whether someone's <laughs> I mean I put like painfully obvious ones on here too I'm just Abraham, Abraham uh, Lincoln for my own humor I'll keep this to myself and with that that is the first edition well I guess technically second edition of wanted dead or alive Jane Goodall Congrats on being alive. We absolutely yeah. love it. And the watch is on Jane. now. The watch is <laughs> That's on. The God, <laughs> this is like the death pool. This is like the death yeah. pool. Yeah. Um, that's it for this week's episode of the X Pie. We're always going to end on an either really morbid note or a hopeful note of this show now every single time. Um, support our sponsors. Um, 
at Fed Thrill. At Fed Thrill. I'm getting doing the social media and the thing at the same time. Fed Thrill, Thread Level Midnight, Jimmy C. If you follow us on social media at Barstool Banks, at Taylor Smith 10, at E D I T T I 22, at Exit 52 Podcast on all of the platforms. And we will see you next time on the Exit 52 Podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.